And welcome to the Rundown New Music Podcast, episode number 17. Those numbers are sure racking up, folks. Today, I'm not in the UK, well, I'm in the UK, but I'm also travelling across to the US of A to join the wonderful Hannah Strumner. Hello, Hannah. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm trying to keep cool, but otherwise I'm good. Yourself? <laughs> I'm also trying to keep cool as well. It's pretty hot here. Definitely. Well, things could be heating up with this interview, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> so uh, we're here to talk about your new album. Okay. That's named after yourself. Yes, it is. I'm sure you've got a lot of stories, a lot, a lot to talk about with this album. So I think we should just jump straight into it and we'll listen to one of the tracks from that album. Okay. Uh, we're going to be listening to Full School which along with the album came out on the 16th of July 2022. Full school. 
Okay, so Fool School is a song I wrote because when I was in school, I was bullied a lot. And I thought, what if I wrote a song from the perspective of like a student going to school? And what if they're seeing the people or uh, who were jerks to that student like after high school and ha- after school, what would happen if they continued their ways? So I kind of wanted it to be like a moral of the story for like my audience to hear, you know, this is what could happen if you choose a wrong path. So that's kind of what full school's about. And it helps with people who get bullied too. So they can kind of almost let go of what happened to them. And also again, teach that lesson so others can learn, hey, maybe this isn't exactly the right choice on what I'm doing here. So, Yeah, I sort of picked it up when listening to it, uh, that sort of sense. It's not giving you necessarily complete closure, but it's enough <laughs> to move on, potentially. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I'd put it. Uh, that's how I interpret it. Obviously, everybody's yeah. going to be different when they listen to it. Um, and that, so we picked that from the album, which is named after yourself. Yes. I'd love to hear more about that. Um, so I recorded this album during, um, like right in between the pandemic. I actually recorded it right after I was diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic. And I told myself, that life is so short and that I want to like pursue my passion for music. So I decided to record this album and put songs that I wrote over the pandemic. And that really meant a lot to me. And it was a really cool process to see an album come together because I only did singles before. So creating an album is a lot more different because you have a lot of different songs and you want to make sure they kind of flow so they almost match up in a way but aren't the exact same so that's kind of what we had to do and pick out those good songs so that must have been quite difficult uh how many songs did you make in total do you know um so i made probably uh 30 40 songs i considered and i picked eight songs to put in there um and So usually when you have an album, you like narrow it down a lot and you have like all these other songs floating around. Maybe you'll use it for the next album. Um, But yeah, I definitely had a lot of time on my hands during COVID to write music. I can imagine. I can imagine that. And that that leads nicely into my next question. How did COVID affect you? Um, so I actually got into live streaming my music during COVID one night. It was 1am and I was just sitting in my room bored and I thought, hey, why not play some songs that I wrote on a live stream for my friends? So I went on and turned on the camera and people just started joining and people from all over, from the UK especially. And I just started every day, multiple times doing live streams, connecting with people all over who were also in lockdown. And it was a really, it was really a good experience. And I really didn't feel alone because of that. It sounds it, it sounds it. Uh, we're definitely in a situation where we were online more than ever. And uh, yeah, the world was sort of, we were all in this together in a a, a way. So, and from that, you started to write songs and uh, well, here we are, you have an album, you have more songs in the bag. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What, what, what's going to happen next in that? Are you going to be releasing like another album? Like, tell me. Uh, yes, I actually am working on kind of getting those songs together and kind of picking the ones that I've written, you know, what one would match like a theme I'm going for and like what type of feel because it would be a second album. So, you know, the debut album's not, uh, or it is named Hannah Strumner. So what would the other album be called? So all that goes through your head especially when you finish recording your first album 
you already start thinking about the second one. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! So that's that's done and dusted, and mm-hmm. while you're working on it, you're thinking two, three, four, five, five albums ahead. Exactly. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> how do you keep? How do you keep track? How do you keep tabs? Like, um, you know, it kind of is easy because it's something like I really love to do. So I kind of will write down concepts that I have in like a notebook or on a paper and kind of doodle, you know, what I want the theme to look like. And uh, even far before I was recording music as a kid, I would imagine that I had my own album. So I like create my own fake album covers and put them in like a little CD case and everything because I was like so into that. So seeing it come to life was really cool as well. I can imagine. <laughs> that's a, that sounds really lovely, like that you were already sort of there before you were even there. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like, that. I like the sound. That's really nice. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so the album in question, someone picks it up. What's the song you, what, is there any song in particular you would recommend for them to listen to first? I would say Five Mile Road would be the one to listen to first because um, that one was a song that multiple people that I've talked to have said, you know, they really like. I think it's cool for any sort of genre you know some people like the rock some people like the country pop so it kind of mixes with every genre in a way so that's the one i would say to go for that's why it's number one ah there you go folks that's why it's number one there you go that's a, that's a tip for the top folks <laughs> i like that i do i do uh so what's your thoughts on the local music scene where you are uh I think it's really cool. I think that a lot of the local music scene is also now turning to online. So we you have like a connection with a lot of different places. One of the biggest places is Nashville or when you go to California and, you know, like the Hollywood area. But a lot of people are actually moving from that and they're actually doing a lot of stuff online. So it's really interesting because, you know, I before doing this project, I worked with a producer in the UK. And what I do is I go to a local studio, I'd record, we'd send over the vocals, and they would do what they needed to do there and then send it back. But it was really cool and a really great experience. And it was also nice to talk to the producer because he would like always talk about, you know, the UK and like how the weather was. And it was really interesting. And I got to learn a lot from his musical perspective from the UK. So it was really cool. I like that. It's a sort of nice bridge uh, that you have. You've got that sort of connection with the UK. Uh, yes. And, and that, that, that kind of bringing people together, community and all that, building bridges. And that, that, that clearly was a bridge between you and the producer in the UK. That like... The world's not so big as it used to be. Yes, that <laughs> is all, very true. It's, it, we're, we're, we're slowly coming closer and closer together. That uh, is very, very true. Uh, those lines are becoming very, very blurred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. I like th- things are progressing. That's what I like. Yeah, I like that too. You get to talk to anyone anywhere in the world. Yeah, and to think not so long ago, it wasn't as easy, it wasn't as simple. Uh, the quality was terrible. The connection was blah. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on. Here comes one of my favourite bits. We're going to listen to two songs. You got to listen to them prior, but we're going to be listening to them again, of course. <laughs> and uh, let's see what you think of them, folks. Uh, you there. Rewind. Let's see what you think of them, Hannah, and... The audience as well. Uh, so the first song we're going to be listening to is a song by Sarah Rose. She's based in England, in the UK, and the song's called How to Love a Girl, and that came out on the 17th of June, 
Your thoughts? Okay, so I really love this song. I liked how it gave me a very good country vibe to it. It is very emotional, and she has a very beautiful voice. I, you know, whenever you have like country music and like just like the sound of real live instruments, that is something that's always really hit me because. It's just it, it, there's something about it, you know, like when you hear a guitar or like a lap steel and it just kind of strikes an emotion. And that's kind of like why I use live instruments as well, because there's something about it. So I would say that that was a very beautiful song and I loved it very much. There was a reason why I picked it. With some of your songs being country-esque, I was curious to get your take on a fellow country singer that's not been to Nashville and all that, but, well, you you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, really, would you? No, I would not. It's beautiful. And I actually have listened to UK uh, country music. Um, one of uh, the bands I listened to is, like, The Wandering Hearts. They're yes. in the UK. And um, so... I definitely love that style. It has, it feels like, you know, a real country style to me. I feel like it's almost like Americana feel, but country. And I, I just love that about that. Yeah. What, what, what can I say uh, when it comes to the US and what you have when it comes to music? It just rubs on us, UK folk, in such a way that we want to emulate and, and try and do our own take on it as well if we can yes. without without yes. without damaging it in any way but to sort of pay, pay homage to it oh uh, yeah I, I definitely i love it i really do i've been actually it's kind of interesting but i listen on youtube to like radio like they have radio and i listen to a lot of uk country because it just i really love it it's really even more now than uh country here in nashville and usa and everything because it just the instruments feel there's something about it that they feel really real and it is very emotional and i really love that so i think you guys are really capturing that country feel and i feel like it's going to evolve i really do i really feel like it's going to evolve for sure uh I, I feel it's going to get to a point where there's you won't be able to tell the difference at all uh it, it won't even matter it, the matter it'll just be the focus on it's it's a great song by whoever made it or what yes that is very true yeah uh, and that's what matters at the end of the day that is very true very true whatever song really impacts you is the song to listen to so exactly because no doubt that, that's why we've got artists like yourself that write these songs because you've been through a moment situation that's affected you in such a way and you're able to tap into that through the medium of music yes and i'm there's there's loads of people that can relate to that and are just thankful that that you have been able to en encapsulate that so to speak Yes, yes. I, I and I really appreciate anybody who does listen to my music and can use it to relate. You know, like that is like the main point of putting it out so then it can help other people like it helped me when I originally wrote it. So it's really cool to know people's experiences and when they listen to it, how it impacted them because it's so different for every person. Very true. Very, very true. The question is, how did the next song affect people? Did it help them out? We'll, the, we'll find no doubt. Yeah, the oh. next song. <laughs> no oh, doubt we'll okay. find out. <laughs> no doubt we'll find out, folks. So the next song we're going to be listening to is a song called For the Birds by the band called Hyenas. Uh, they're from Canada. And uh, that came out on the 14th of July, 2022.
already ready to jump in because I love this one too. Um, <laughs> this, this one gave me a very like an 80s feel. It really reminded me of the 80s for some reason. And I love that that sound. And that's also what I tried to do in one of my songs, Five Mile Road, is kind of add that synthesizer feel. And I really love that. I really do. I feel like, you know, obviously I said about uh, live instruments, but also synthesizers, there's something about them, but they really just kind of make you feel like you're driving on a at night with the windows open and it's dark outside and it's just like that's what that song really just made me feel like doing you know like I'd want to hop in the car get some ice cream or something at a local ice cream shop and be driving driving down the road with the windows down but I think that was a beautiful song and something I'm definitely going to add to my playlist to just listen to pretty often oh well there you go guys there you go that's that's i like that and i do get what you mean from that from that sort of that that 80s synth sort of sound there is something about it that's just encapsulating infectious it just sounds so i don't know smooth i, I don't know how to describe it really yeah yeah and uh yeah i did hear that with uh with the the song you mentioned that you you, you sang uh didn't cross my mind right away, but it was an afterthought, if you get me. Yes, so, yes, that's the vibe that I was trying to go for too on that one. Could we be getting more eighties inspired stuff from yourself? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I have listened to so much music from the past, like Billy Joel, and I'm like pretty into a lot of old music, and that's what kind of inspired me. So definitely. I feel like there's going to be a song or two that is inspired, you know, by the 80s and 70s and, you know, music from the past. When when it was good uh, and everyone had an original idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is true. To be fair, though, in, in this day and age, a lot of the, 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 the emerging artists like yourself, although to be frank, uh from listening to you you don't sound like an emerging artist you sound like you're further yeah. along than that uh-huh. uh uh-huh. you're welcome uh but yeah it's what, what, what can i say there's, there's a lot there's a lot to learn from the songs of the past yes. uh there's a lot of notes we can take and then progress from there because uh that's- yeah this that, that's could get me on the rant but uh I feel modern music, and I'd love your thoughts on it. I feel modern music's oversaturated. Yes, yes. And I feel that's what, for me, originally drove me to the the new music scene, especially for new and emerging artists, because it was a breath of fresh air, uh-huh. as uh-huh. opposed to the mainstream. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. And yeah, that 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 doesn't capture yourself. Breath of fresh air. It's different. It's good. It's yeah. I've nothing bad to say about it. Ah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I I definitely feel like emerging artists, and like I'll listen to a lot of them on YouTube, and just like listening to these songs. There's something that feels like they have so much to say, and I think that's also what makes the music so beautiful is because they're finally putting out music they have a lot to say and a lot to emphasize so they turn it into a song and put all their emotion that they have into it and i feel that's what also just makes it really sound really good you know yeah that 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 applies to your lovely album uh you you can definitely tell it's a hundred hundred and ten percent emotion right there Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, you're, you're very welcome. Uh, so that's it, folks, for those uh, lovely songs. We're going to be focusing back on Hannah, of course. Uh, we're going to be talking a bit more about Hannah in regards to well, what's in store for yourself between now and then the end of the year and beyond. <laughs> that's okay. quite a wide uh, spectrum question. <laughs> Um, I would say for me, I really would like to perform around the area and um, also, I think, you know, get ready for new music, uh, 
kind of prepare on that and continue going live, you know, online. And I'm hoping um, to do more music, like actual recording of the demos for the songs to also prepare because usually you have to do the demos first and then you get into the song itself and that can take a little while so that's probably i'm probably going to prepare and spend some time to my family so um but yeah that's really what i have in store for this year it, it seems so far away though to think about it but then it comes so fast so true, so so true. Uh, uh December and all that in twenty twenty three feels yeah so far away, but yet yeah, it'll 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 bite you in no time, and you're like, where did the time go? Definitely, I'm not used to saying twenty twenty two. Like I still catch myself sometimes still saying twenty twenty one. You've just not wanted to let go yet. You're you're still in twenty twenty one. Uh, you could argue it's a slightly better year than 2022. Uh, yep. But hey, uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> I could have went down a rabbit hole there. I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we come to my all-time favourite part of the interview, which is, well, mm-hmm. I was talking to you about this before we started, the quick fire round. <laughs> okay. Yes, folks, I'm using my fingers here when I'm saying quick fire around uh if you've listened before you know it's far from quick it's just a big laugh shall we begin i am totally ready good good i like it so kicking off with the first question favorite food favorite food okay well i'm somebody who will we have a place here called olive garden i don't know if you guys have Olive Garden there, but it's basically uh, they have like Italian food, like spaghetti, and they will usually have a wheel of Parmesan cheese, and they'll like grade the cheese right in front of you. And I'm that type of person who will sit there for like sixty seconds and then tell them to stop. So I like to say that I like Parmesan cheese with a side of spaghetti because I'm somebody who just loves Parmesan cheese. So. Um, I won't eat spaghetti if there's no Parmesan on it. So I'd have to say that. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's uh, it's probably one of the most cheesiest things I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. There's nothing wrong with Parmesan cheese. It's nice. Um, I do like a bit of Italian food myself. Uh, Olive Garden, I-, I want to say we don't have it here, but I could be wrong. Uh, okay. I, could- I, know- I know we've got a Wendy's here, but it's down in london um, yeah, uh, that's why i mentioned it <laughs> um yeah so i'll need to check on that one but it sounds like a nice place to check out if i'm ever over across the pond in the u.s for sure it's definitely really totally worth, mm. worth checking out especially for the cheese <laughs> oh yeah oh definitely definitely yeah so next question favorite swear word or curse word Okay, so usually, I know it's hard to believe, but I'm not like one to really swear. But like, sometimes I'll just say what the heck, you know, Um, like when I'm shocked or something, especially when my dog uh, gets into stuff. So the other day he tore into my favorite pillow. And I was like, what the heck? Like, why did you do that? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I definitely say that. But or usually sometimes I'll I'll make up a funny word or something like that. And that's usually what I'll do. But my dad, he definitely likes using swear words sometimes. So <laughs> well. especially when he watches the game on TV and they're not doing so well, he'll definitely he'll definitely use some swear words. So sort of like as if they can hear him and he's trying to Tell them to do better yeah. or whatnot. I'd, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, I can relate in regards to, yeah, I'd, 99% of the time I do play it safe, especially even if I'm on my own. And I'm thinking of an example if I, let's say, I stubbed my toe, I just mm-hmm. went in a straight out, 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 and then just yeah. uh, moments yeah. of just going, <sighs> just, yeah. just heavy breathing. <laughs> 
and then it goes away. So, uh, whereas when I was younger, yeah, smelled like a tripper. It was terrible. Yeah. I hated it. Potty mouth, horrible. Kids don't swear. It's it doesn't do any good in the long run. Yeah, that is very true. Very true. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. So. There you go, folks. You can solve a situation by not swearing, <laughs> as opposed to swearing. That's um, very. <laughs> uh, a most embarrassing moment, if you have any. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So I went to get a, a hamburger at this hamburger shop, and it was like I was probably about ten, and it was like my first time ordering myself. And I walk up to the counter, I order the food, and then I just walk away. And the lady says to me, she's like, you need to pay. And I look at her and I'm thinking in my head, oh my gosh, they probably like think I'm like going to steal something because I was so nervous. So I obviously paid, but the lady was definitely not happy with me. So I call my mom and I'm crying on the phone and I say, mom, you know, the lady doesn't think that I you know, would have paid. It wasn't that big of a deal. But it was definitely embarrassing to me for some reason. I think because as a kid, it seemed so much bigger than what it actually was. So I'd say yeah. that was embarrassing. Yeah, no, I could understand that, especially you know, being young and that. Yeah, things that seem, oh, it's not a big deal. Like as an adult, yeah, you, you kind of know that. But as a, when you're younger, you're still learning. And so, yeah, I, I can understand that. that, that that's, that's, more, that's a more gentler embarrassing yes. moment but i can understand in that situation at that age or around about that age it would have been it would have felt embarrassing yes definitely definitely was yeah <laughs> but hey it's something you can laugh at now so oh yeah oh well i do have one more embarrassing story cool, uh, like, <laughs> okay so this one is actually a big embarrassing story Ooh. um my I was, we were driving um, and traveling and we were bringing the dogs with us and we drive like this old van. So we bring this fire extinguisher with us and the fire extinguisher was unhooked. So my dog, he moves in the car, he steps on the fire extinguisher and it goes everywhere. <laughs> so we park at this gas station and everyone's running to the car with their fire extinguishers because they think it looks like a fire. Hi. So we're just like looking like we, you know, it's, it wasn't us. Like we didn't press anything or anything like that. And uh, so it turned out it was my dog. Uh, we had to spend two hours cleaning the car. Uh, my my dad was not happy about it, um, but it was definitely embarrassing because I think people, especially people in the town, a few of them, cause since it was so small, thought it was like a little bit like, how do I put it? Like it was kind of bothering them a little bit. So, you know, we're just driving in the town with all this smoke in our car, you know, <laughs> or look. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I'd say that was really embarrassing. Oh yeah. I can imagine like having that attention on, on you guys being there and uh, oh, just, yeah. yeah, it happens. Accidents happen and uh, they clearly weren't happy with it, but hey, <laughs> Got you. You got through it again. It's another. It's another moment you can look back at and just laugh. Oh yeah, and I can tell the story to your podcast too, so it it works perfectly. Yeah, no, your fans get to hear it as well. So <laughs> that's very true. Um, that's what I like about the medium of podcasts. Everybody gets that to is, hear. <laughs> definitely, definitely, that is very true. I do, I do, I do enjoy that. <laughs> uh, I like, I, I like the story. It's, it's a funny story. <laughs> I can just imagine. Thank you. Uh, I know you're welcome. Uh, speaking of animals, biggest pet peeve. Okay, well, I'd have to say my biggest pet peeve is when somebody chews with their mouth open or they they scrape their fork on like the, 
their plate. That bothers me so Ooh. much. I don't know why. It just, yeah, it gives me the chills thinking about it. I think because it like reminds me of nails on a chalkboard kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm fit. Yeah. Like, so the, the, I can understand with the chewing the, uh, chewing the food. Uh, my dad's bad for that. He's mm-hmm. quite old and yeah, he's terrible for it. And yeah, so I've just, I just don't look that way. I look another way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in regards to what you're saying about the, um, that, that other sound with the fork yes. and the plate, I can, yeah, I, I can imagine it. And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And something about Asshole. it just oh i feel like I, I, it would be less it wouldn't be as bad if if it was being done on my brain or my ear yeah. as opposed to on yeah. A- <laughs> yeah that's very true that is very true yeah it's just so oh, just thinking about it, it's been like oh it's like, oh yeah i totally yeah. i'm sure the listeners are thinking about it too and they're like oh man see i could i could throw this in afterwards and add it in after edit but i'm not going to let I'm not going to do that to anybody because that's just too much pain. <laughs> I don't want people with their their headphones on listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Could be bad. No. So we're not we're not going to do that, folks. I'm not I'm not that bad. <laughs> uh, so cocktails and mocktails. If you had your own, what would be in it, and what would it okay, be called? So I. Because I don't drink, I like sometimes my dad will make uh, like a margarita without, you know, the alcohol in it. So it will be yeah. like kind of like a slush. But I probably would create a drink that has like Mountain Dew. Uh, there's a really cool Mountain Dew. It's, it's the blue color. Uh, it's like Mountain Dew Shark or something like that. It is really good. So I put that in there. And then, like, have the ice, obviously, pour it into, like, a margarita glass and have the salt around the rim and then put a little tiny umbrella. And I'd probably call that the Hannah Strumner drink. Instead of Shirley Temple, we can do, like, Hannah Strumner. Well, there you go, folks. So if uh, Hannah Strumner is going to a venue near you, make sure that drink's on the menu. Definitely, definitely do that. It has to be done, <laughs> especially if you come here. If you ever come here oh, to yeah. Scotland, uh, that's what I've been saying to the other artists that uh, that asked this question to uh, that uh, some of the venues they should have the drink on sale when that artist mm-hmm. is there. I feel it would go down very well. Yes, yes, that that is very true. Yeah, it would be really cool to have that there i definitely love to go to different places that would have that so um yeah i hope i hope if i play somewhere maybe i can either bring my own or maybe they'll make it and maybe they'll have some mountain dew there so we do have mountain dew here so uh, it's not in the realm of impossibility that's awesome that is really cool feeling that we can find some uk substitutes that might work yeah it could work yes so we'll make, really cool. we'll, we'll make it happen one way or another folks we'll make it happen <laughs> it's yeah we'll, we'll make sure uh <laughs> but I'm, I'm very curious to try that now I might, it's really good i might make that and uh give it a go <laughs> definitely go for it definitely do that it'll it's definitely really good it almost tastes like a slush in a way but you know you can make it from the comfort of your home so you don't have to like go somewhere special to get a slush you can make it at your house using a blender and then it's perfect you've just uh, yeah i like that i like that in fact you've just given me an idea that i could do with uh with the social media with the tiktok and the insta and i could make these artists drinks and showcase them yeah. and i feel that would do really well Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. I, I'd love to see your reaction on what you think of it. Yeah, and it's like a first take. So, you know, it's not been edited in any way, shape or form. And then it's just like, you, you can tell, like initial impression with my face, like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to hear what I say. Well. Yes, yes. If, 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 uh, if Hannah had made this herself. Yeah, lovely. But I made it. 
It's not so good. <laughs> uh, you never know. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. I, I, I like when good ideas just come out of nowhere. I, I, yeah, I do too. It's, it's kind of like writing a song. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, insights into the singer-songwriter brain or mindset. Yes, you can even write a song for your, like, uh, when you do that, like have like your own little song that goes with, when you make the the cocktails and stuff, that goes like right before it. So you have your own little theme song. Oh yeah, that's 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 and already I've, I've got a piano melody in my head. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll I'll need to remember to note that down uh, or listen back <laughs> when I'm listening yeah. back. I'll uh, I'll take a note of it. So yes, See, definitely. The the, the 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 brain juices are flowing. It's exactly just... <laughs> exactly i'm probably gonna write a song after this well there you go there you go i love it i love it uh the question is will you be writing a song about this next question burger with fries would you completely finish the fries or burger first or switch between i would say the fries first i love fries they're the best i love putting salt on them and then eating them first then i'll have or you know what i do switch between sometimes as well so it kind of depends on my mood i mean i've had like usually when i pick up something to eat i'll like bring it home um so i will sometimes eat the fries in the meantime and then go eat the hamburger when i get home so that's probably what i'd, I'd do i like the sound of that uh, me the controversy uh, folks in case you haven't heard uh i eat the fries first as well part of my reason hey, yeah that's great Part of the reason is as well is it gets cold too quickly and you're just, yeah, if you're on your way home, might as well. Uh, especially if you're hungry, kind of, kind of, it kind of takes the edge off a little bit and then you can enjoy That's very true. the burger. Um, other people have heard the complete opposite. They'll eat the burger first. And then, really? yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Some will go between the two, maybe start off with a little bit of burger, then fries, then burger fries makes sense and then one of the more crazier ideas i've heard is fries and the burger really wow you know i've heard that some people at least here we have a lot of people that will eat ice cream with uh vanilla ice cream with fries and they will dip it in the fries do do you guys do that too it's not unheard of here I don't do it personally, but it is a thing here. It is a thing here. Wow, uh, I've never done that before. I've never had that. Neither have I. Neither have I. I've not had an inkling to go, hmm. I'm pretending I'm holding a fry, folks. Hmm. And I'm looking as if I've got ice cream. It's, it's never it's never crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that hasn't. I probably would be like, ew, nah, not going to try that. <laughs> I think uh, we've also got here as well dipping the fry in your milkshake yeah that's what people do as well mm. that is very very true i don't know how but i would not be able to i think the taste like both of those tastes just to me don't seem like they'd be that good you know yeah i get what you mean think about it myself yeah it, it just feels like they just wouldn't gel well together uh, they're just, yes. it's not meant to be but then i think of that controversial question pineapple on pizza oh yeah that's very true uh let me think so i'd say i like no pineapple on my pizza i'm not a big fan of that but i know like my mom likes it so we're like different on that but i'm not a pineapple on pizza person yeah some folk are like that um i was i was i was in the same camp and then uh eventually tried it because i hadn't tried it because before then, I'd always pick off the pineapple. Uh, I'm thinking of a ham and pineapple pizza. I'd just pick it off. Uh, and then I thought, I'll give it a go. It, it was all right. It was different. Uh-huh. But it was okay. Uh, but I don't normally buy a ham and pineapple pizza. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm the same way Like with um, pineapple. I just don't like see the mix. Like, I don't know. It just seems weird, like a weird mix to me. I'll eat like spinach on it or something, but I will not like fruit, like fruit on it. 
not as big of a fan for some reason. Yeah, no, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. What are you currently listening to? Ooh, okay. So I've been listening to a lot of Billy Joel lately. Like, I love listening to his music. Um, I love this song, Piano Man, because it tells such a great story. So that's the one that's really one that I really enjoy and really love. Um, and I listen to modern uh, music, too. But I'd have to say, lately, it's been more going back to the 70s, uh, 60s, like the Beach Boys, the Beatles, you know, all those great bands as well. So those are what I'm into. Yeah, the classics. I get, the classics. A, a, a nice sort of mix. I like that. Yes. I like that. Uh, because you're honoring folks, I had to mute myself because I was coughing. But I was still listening, so that's that's what counts. <laughs> In fact, I wanted to burst out and go, give us a song, give a, um, a piano man, but more in a singy way. Uh, but yes. I'm not going to ruin people's ears with that, so... I restrict my singing to the shipper, so yeah, <laughs> I leave the I leave the proper singing to the professionals like yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, that's sweet. Well, I bet you have a great voice. I bet you do. I've been told that I've got a nice voice, uh, but I just don't have the confidence to really, you know. Uh, and yet, I'm doing this. Like, yeah, you're a very good host too. So I think I think you'd be really good. You should like try like to do something sometime on on here where that's like different or something you've never done before, and then do one where you sing. Like that would be really cool, or like sing a little clip for something. Well, uh, thank you for for the for the compliment. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, um, I've been thinking that maybe like doing one of the the TikTok things, you know, where you duet with someone. I'd love to give that a try. It's awesome. Uh, But yeah, no, that's that's food for thought, folks. Food for thought. Uh, I do like a good sing song. I do enjoy karaoke. (laughs) So. It's awesome. Who knows? But no, Hannah, back back to yourself. Sadly, we're approaching the end of the podcast. Aw. So then... Is there another question? Or well, of course, there's another question. Of course, that's, okay. it's the most important question we need to ask. Okay. Where can I'm everybody ready. find you and your music? That is important. Um, so you guys can find it on like Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, like digitally, and you can also get a CD as well. Um, on Amazon.com uh, is where you can get it. Uh, that's usually how people like to listen to my songs and my music. Uh, and I-, I definitely prefer listening to a CD in the car, for sure. There's nothing wrong with a CD. It's uh, it, yes. it is technology at its finest. That is very true. That is very true. It's the best and it sounds amazing in the car. There's something about it that just feels kind of just normal like you're not just connecting your phone like it feels like i don't know what it just feels like it's complete you know it completes the song so that's why i love cds oh yeah nothing wrong with that uh but yeah folks uh i will everything that uh, hannah has said will definitely be in the description so you can get yourself over there you'll be able to find our social media and all that uh i take it well i know you're on insta and then you're on tiktok uh, I'm pr- you on Facebook as well, or I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. All the major platforms, folks. All the major yes. platforms. So yeah, all yes. be linked in the description. So no worries. Awesome. But no, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. I'm glad. This was awesome. I'm glad. Uh, I hope we get to do it again. And uh, maybe we could be talking about your next album when it comes out. Who knows? Definitely, definitely. That would be really fun. And in fact, I could even send you an album if I haven't sent you one already. Your current album. Mm-hmm. You have sent it. Like a CD. Oh no, a CD. No, you have. I, I would like that very much. I uh, believe it oh, or not. Definitely. Uh. It's over there. I have a, bu- 
I'll I'll do to show you sometime. I have a, a case full of CDs. That's awesome. That is really cool. I love that. For, like, I, I, there's just something about CDs I like, and I've even got sitting on my coffee table, uh, where I'm a portable CD player. That's awesome. Yeah, I love them too. They're amazing. I again, I, I just love them. I think also because my dad collects so many CDs that I think he kind of passed that on to me. You know, where I've just been so fascinated with it, and you kind of like he has CDs from the sixties. Uh, there's a CD uh, album he has. Um, so yeah, he definitely loves to collect a lot of stuff. Uh, you get a lot of people like that. It's it's quite it's quite cool. Uh, okay. I do I do I do love a good CD, and uh, yeah, no, I would definitely, I would I would love a CD. Uh, that would be awesome. I'll I'll find out where to send it to you as well. Definitely, definitely, and I'll definitely be showing it off uh, along with well, I've shown off other CDs I've got, so it's got to be done. Uh, oh, thank you. You're fit. You're welcome. Because yeah, folks, as much as it is great to to listen on Spotify or Apple Music, it helps the artist a lot more if you buy direct and get the CD. I'm sure you can pick up a CD player. They're not expensive. I'm sure you can pick them up at your local Goodwill or whatnot. Uh, yeah, yes. I've done my research. Uh, I'm in with the kids, <laughs> or or just any charity shop. To be more general about it, uh, yes. because the newer CD players you buy, folks, they're not as good. They're okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. older the better. We tech tip for you, folks. But Hannah, again, thank you for uh, taking time out and coming onto the show, and uh, for reaching out, of course, as well. And. Uh, yeah thank you so much it was again it was so fun and i loved it and i i cannot wait for well our listeners now they're listening but i can't wait for it to go public so everybody can hear it yeah me too time travel's a funny thing isn't it uh like because i'll be able to say because no doubt you'll be asking me afterwards when will it be going out it'll go out on monday it's awesome so we're technically in monday right now yes it's burning the future yeah i wonder how the future is right now the listener knows but we don't really know how the future is like no we don't (laughs) we're trying to predict um i'm I'm going to predict it'll be cooler okay Um, (laughs) i'm going to predict you'll have done another live in between now and then Oh, I'm sure. Definitely. <laughs> and uh, you'll be dropping snippets of your next album, perhaps. You never know. That would be really cool. I would love to do that. That would be really cool. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> so we'll be listening back to this on Monday. Although technically it is Monday. I feel like we're just screwing with people's heads right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, folks, it's Monday. Uh, although it's not Monday as we're recording it. It's currently thursday uh yes. just 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 to clarify but hey it sounds live so hey yes <laughs> but no as i say hannah thank you so much and uh thank you it's awesome it was it was nice talking to you as well it was nice talking to you as well my worry was you weren't going to understand me i totally i totally understand you and i also the volume was really good throughout this whole thing so it was definitely like literally like i was in the same room oh there you go i, I like that uh, i'm loving these bridges that are being built <laughs> definitely I, I love it too i feel like it feels like i'm exactly there and that's almost you know with covid happening and stuff that also really made that possible that we can kind of have that zoom call or uh the podcasts that we're doing here uh we could talk and it could still be like we're there but we're not really there you know yeah for sure covid definitely pushed a lot of things forward because a lot we were doing a lot more online talking and so things did improve from there and yeah uh shout out to riverside if they're listening i doubt it uh that's the software that i'm currently using in browser to make this podcast possible
It's awesome. That is really cool. It is. <laughs> it is. So again, thank you. And uh, yeah, folks, that's it. We've reached the end, but we're going to end on a lovely track. It came out on the 8th of July, 2022. The song's called Your Love Is Just A Lie by Scarlet Saint. Until then, folks, it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from Hannah. Bye, Hannah, yes. <laughs> <laughs>